All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just after three o'clock and a pause of Friday. How are you? Welcome back to the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Alberta's only regulated online gambling website, where one hundred percent of the revenue stays uh, right here in the province. Uh, Nashville is in town. It's an afternoon game tomorrow, so uh, plan ahead. Uh, one o'clock start. There'll be uh, lots of kids uh, at that game because uh, many of you. Uh, the the weekday games are a little too late by the time you get home. Ten o'clock, ten thirty. Lots of times, just uh, it's not worth the hassle for the next few days uh, when the little ones are are that uh, grumpy after uh, lacking sleep. So uh, use the afternoon games. Uh, kids like it. There's there's lots of them. Uh, if you're going, I, I recommend uh, getting down there early because uh, usually, you know what? Uh, there's on, on a regular day, there's there's a fair amount of people around the glass, but on those afternoon games, man, the the kids get down there and they're packed. They're up against the glass. They want to see the players. You know, for lots of the kids, it's their first time or only game of the season, so uh, they'll add a little juice in the uh, the building. Not sure uh, it'll matter if the owners don't want to commit to uh, playing defense. So uh, we'll see. Hey, guys, uh, playing defense is a commitment thing. The talent is there, but the will isn't. Case in point, Bouchard coasting rather than busting his ass to take a tap and away from Hines. These types of plays don't take skill. They take will. Until they decide playing defense is important, the results will always be shoddy from uh, JC the Glazier. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. 833-401-1440 in our uh, Jiffy Lube inbox. Hey, Greg, you watch a lot more NHL games than the other or than most of us. It's easy to put the blinders on as a fan and see every mistake. Do other teams make as many glaring errors? They all see miles better defensively in their own zone. It's hard for the orders to maintain offensive zone pressure, but the other teams have the orders scrambling every time they're in the zone from Nick. 
Well, Nick, you're right. I do watch a lot of other games. I got the uh, the center ice package. I like it, uh, especially you know watching certain teams. Like I'll say, I've I've watched Vegas a lot, and and here's the thing, Vegas is without their best defenseman. Like when and when I hear that old Connor McDavid's not 100, percent yeah, so what? That's not an excuse to play crappy, weak-minded defense. In fact, it, it it should be the exact opposite. If you know your main guy is not 100 percent. And maybe your offense as a team is going to struggle because of it. Then you should ensure you're more committed defensively. 100%. But they didn't have Alex Petrangelo. Didn't seem to affect him. They play their structure. But the guys, they know their responsibilities and they do it. I'm a defenseman. I'm defending first. And there's too many on Edmonton who defense first isn't their mindset. And it's not a knock. And I've said this. It's not Evan Bouchard's fault. He's being asked to play a position that I don't think it's in his DNA to be a staunch defensive defender. I don't think it is. So, you know what? Stop asking him to do it. You knew this at the start of the year. If Evan Bouchard's my third pair right defender and my number one power play guy, I'm fine. I have no issue with it. There's lots of guys over the course of hockey that have done that. Great. No problem. Stop asking him to be sound defensively when he's proven he can't be. He can't. Now, would I like him to? Yes. But he's proven he can't to this point in his career. So why keep trying? Maybe he'll get it in the future, but he's not now. So go out and get another right shot defenseman who can be top four. Not that easy to get. I totally understand it. But that's just the facts, right? And and the thing is, he'll do it for a few games. I thought he was excellent against the Rangers, right? He got demoted to the third pair for a bit and it was like, oh, there's a wake-up call. It worked for a short time and then boom, it went back to the same habits that he had. Last night's a prime example. And trust me, I'm not blaming one player. I'm just using Bouchard as an example because it was an obvious error. Not Because there's errors that are made by trying. And I'll live with those all day long. I coach young kids. I always talk about, you know, when they when we're doing new drills and they're just learning lots of things. I'm like, falling's trying. When kids are falling over them, I'm like, I never get upset at them. I'm like, because you're trying. If Bouchard was in a battle hard, you know what? He's over trying and guess what? He lost a battle because he was engaged. That's okay. No one wins every battle. No one. Shea Weber's a man child on blue line. He didn't win every battle. So I'd never be upset about that. But when you're skating back and you just inexplicably float outside the dot towards the boards. Why? Why are you doing that? Do do you want to get away from the play? Like, to me, that's inexcusable. So to answer your question, Nick, um, there are few teams that I see that gift goals as easily and as frequently as the Edmonton Oilers. Toronto does at times, and guess what? They haven't allowed a lot of playoff success. But I don't see a ton of teams. There's teams that just don't have talent, like San Jose, and they have a coach who has, like, zero system. So that doesn't help. They're like It's a bad combination. Like I said at the start of the season, the Sharks won't win 20 games this year, which has only ever happened once in the 2000s. And that's when they had ties still. Atlanta had 19 uh, wins. They had 11 ties plus some overtime losses. Remember those ones? Good times. They probably could have won one out of 11 shootouts, 
and got another win. So it's hard to not win 20 games, but the Sharks will. And they just don't have enough talent. Edmonton has enough talent. But when you look at, and and last night was defensemen, but we've seen forwards do it boatloads of times. Can you name a player this year, and the list is pretty short, who hasn't had, like even Matthias Ekholm, we've seen him. And, and, and fine, we've seen it once, right? And that'll happen. If it's once in eight games, I'll live with it all day long. But when it's happening every second or third game, that's why the orders are getting pumped in goals against right now. Yes, you would like your goalie to make the odd extra save, sure. But he has no chance on three of their goals last night. No chance. The only one was Duchesne. And think about the one you're like, well, he's got to get a save there. It's a two-on-one. It's a pretty high-danger chance. He's shooting from below the circle. So, yeah, you'd like the save, but I don't expect it, if that makes any sense. So. Hey, Gregor, when, remember when Woodcroft's message was that you get your offensive chances out of sound defensive play? Seems like an eternity go from Danny Boy. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm sure they still talk about it. But again, and that's where the coach only has so many bullets in the chamber. And to me, I'm never, I'm not benching Leon Drysaddle last night, but I would lean over and have a conversation and say, simplify your game. That's all I would say. Nothing more. For whatever reason, his scope was off last night. Usually that guy can make tons of passes and you're just like, wow. But it wasn't working last night. So that's when you simplify and just say, you know what? Just take it to the net. Take it to the net. Stop trying to pass through guys. Take it to the net. Look for a deflection. Put the puck on the goal. Right? Like sometimes a coach has to say that. And you got to say, dude, do it now. Next game, you know what? Maybe your passing will be back to where your normally is. That's what I would look at. Hey, Gregor, I remember reading your article in the summer when you said, why not just play nurse in the number one unit and consider moving Bouchard? I thought it was idiotic. I think you were right. <laughs> well, I, I want to give the premise of that. Uh, it wasn't a whole article. I'd written 10 points. And one of my points was, and this was before Bouchard, and um, you know, hey, there were some people that ruffled their feathers. Because uh, I basically wrote, I said, hey, you're paying Darnell Nurse $9.25 million. The order's power play the last four years. Their goals per 60 was 13.5 with Bouchard, 13.3 with Barry, and 13.28 with Nurse. It was virtually the same. Right? It didn't matter. So if you're going to pay him that much money, it gets more points that appease some people freaking out because Bouchard's going to put up a lot of points. There's no doubt in my mind he'll do that. And so now... You're going to have to pay him $7 million bucks just because offense gets you money in the NHL. History doesn't lie. It gets you a lot of money. Gets you way more money being sound offensively. And so it was just an idea. I didn't say they should do it. I said it's an idea I would consider. Because what the Edmonton owners need is they don't need more offense. They have lots of offensive-minded natural instincts, offensive-type players. They needed more guys who are naturally comfortable playing defense, willing to play defense. That was my premise. So, And I also said, is it a risk? 100%. Right? Like, who knows? Maybe Bouchard, in time, does become more committed defensively. 
And when he does with his offense, man, that would make him ultra valuable. But I don't know for sure if it'll ever happen or when it'll happen. So that's why it's something I would consider. That's all. Hey, Gregor, I don't understand the reluctance of Ford to go to the blue paint. At this point, I think Holloway and McLeod would have to be introduced to the crease. Outside the defensive blunders, that's the most frustrating thing for me from Dean. Dean, I wholeheartedly agree. The, and I hate sounding like a broken record because the Orders are a good team, but the things that they lack that I see in other teams are those two glaring ones. Number one, the Orders would give up too many easy goals. How many easy goals did Vegas give them in that series last year? And Edmonton scored a lot of goals. But how many of them are like easy ones? Edmonton had the skill to score. And then look at how many goals Vegas got. Deflections, point shots through screens. Right now the orders, hey, Vinny DeHarnay got a lucky bounce. Great. How many of those did the orders get a year? Point shot, CNI point shot that makes its way in. How many? Not many. You want to know why? Because go look and see how many times the order forwards naturally funnel. And here's one thing that I will question the coaching staff on. I very rarely see drills that hammer that in with the players. Right? I don't see many of those. Adam Oates told us on the show, practice how you play. Ryan Smith, the reason he became great at tipping pucks, he did it not once a week, every practice. Every practice. Jared Stoll told us on the show, how do you get better at face-offs? He did face-offs three, four, five times a week. Practice. Now, they had Sean Horkoff. They had Adam Oates when he was uh, near the end. Helped him out. But they had guys who were good in the face-off, so that helped. Going up against Derek Ryan and Leon Dreisaitl, you can get better in the face-off. The Orders are a pretty good face-off team. But if you want to get better at going to the net, then incorporate some drills to say, guys, here we go. And you know what? They'll go there, and all of a sudden in practice, they're tipping on puck, tipping on a puck. Oh, geez. Maybe I'll, I'll see some results in practice. I'll do it. So it's another one I would, uh, I would look at. So, hey, Greg, remember earlier when Campbell stood on his head and proved it's not just the goaltending? What was his reward? Facing 30 shots again from Steve. Well, bingo. Right? Like, think about it. The, uh, the orders, the one win they had, their goalie made 42 saves. The other game they won was where their goalie had a relatively easy game in Stuart Skinner. How many comfortable games do the order goalies get where they're not just pressed into having to stand on their head? Right? That's a team thing. It's a team thing. Hey, guys, uh, Broberg got sent down. Thank goodness for Matt. Well, hey, I look at, at Broberg, and no offense to him, the limited role that he's playing... Like, I know last night he had the dump in, so we're talking about it. But for the most part, I haven't really noticed Broberg. He's not the issue. I don't want to get sidetracked. Like, yes, Broberg goes down. and Well, he has to go down because the order's got to recall a Ford. Connor Brown's hurt. But right now, uh, unless the orders have, uh, and I don't see anything that is uh, announced that, well, they haven't even announced who they're recalling, which is uh, kind of odd to me. Um, but uh, they have to recall a forward. We know the plan's in motion. And if Connor Brown can't play, but he's not on LTIR, that's why they had to send Broberg down, because they needed a forward. And that means they'll still go 11-6 and six tomorrow. So they'll play shorthanded for a game. Then they could have an emergency recall of another forward for Monday's game against Vancouver. And then those guys can stay up until 
Yanmark or Brown are deemed healthy enough to play. But Broberg, this will actually be good for him. Get him down to the minors. I said it, right? Like, you, you, you play six defense, you play six defense, and uh, Broberg can play 20 minutes a night in the minors for two or three weeks. It's actually going to help him. Way better than playing seven minutes. Right? But in his minutes, he hasn't done very much. Like, I don't know what he does well. That's my question. Like, if you had to describe, this is what I think Philip Broberg's best foundational piece is, what would it be? Because if you say skating, I'll say yes. But when do we see it? Do we ever see him transport the puck? Ever? No. So you kind of eliminate your best skill by not using it. The one skill the orders have is they can beat the Preds. That's who they face tomorrow. We'll find out what are the Preds going to do different. We'll get Nashville's side of things next on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440, live on Orders Nation YouTube. Hey, it's Positive Friday. I'm going to give you a half an hour to uh, actually maybe just 20 minutes. Make some plans, and then I'll tell you how you can uh, grab this. Uh, we actually have a suite to give away for the Oil Kings game tonight. I like it. So uh, that's great. So uh, make some calls. It'll be for 12 of you. Uh, it comes with a parking pass. All right. So I don't want to say yes because then people are, oh, sorry, I couldn't get people. So that's why we're not giving away now. So you think about it. Make some calls. Make sure you can do it. And then we'll give that away coming up in about uh, 20 minutes time. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let's go around the NHL brought to you by McDonald's. And uh, you got a final few days left. Lots of great prizes still to be won in Monopoly at McDonald's. More chances than ever to win. You can uh, go in store. Maybe you take it to go in the drive-thru. You get your Big Mac, your cheeseburger, you know, your pop, and you can peel it right there. Or just get it on the app, peel right there, and uh, you can win. Very, very easy. Check it out at mickdpromotion.ca. The uh, Edmonton Orders, who uh, are struggling with any sort of consistency uh, right now. The uh, I guess the, uh, the only saving grace is their next opponent is the one opponent that the, they seem to beat rather handily. Um, since the start of the 2018-19 season, the Orders are 10-1-2. In their uh, their last 13 games against the uh, Nashville Predators, uh, everybody knows that uh, Leon Drysaddle uh, loves nothing more than beating them. The orders are actually a uh, nine, um, or sorry, ten, one and one in their last 12. Make it even better against the uh, Preds, but there's no guarantees. And uh, if the orders are going to gift them goals, then they might have a chance. But we'll find out. Uh, what are the Preds? Is there anything they can do different? As uh, Paul Scarbina joins us, a beat reporter for the uh, National Predators, writes at the Tennessean. And, uh, Paul, it's an odd thing. Um, you know, Edmonton can't beat Minnesota, uh, but uh, they beat Nashville for fun, uh, even with one of the best goalies in the NHL in, in Pecorine. Uh, what do you think the Preds can do differently? I, I, obviously, they've yet to find a way to shut down uh, Leon Drysaddle and Connor McDavid, but like the level that they've scored on them is much higher than anybody else. So uh, what do you think the Preds are going to try to do different tomorrow afternoon? hope that Leon Dreisaitl doesn't keep acting like he's been acting for the last couple of years. I don't, I don't know. You know, it's so hard to, you know, they did, they did it to Pekka and they're, and they're doing it to UC Saros, who's also, you know, also one of the best goalies in the league. And, and, and it's pretty incredible to watch. I think before that, if I'm not mistaken, you know, the Predators have beaten the Oilers like 15 times in a row or something. So I don't know what's going on in this, this, uh, you know, this matchup, but it seems to be really, really streaky, whichever way it's going. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, 
you look at the Preds and uh, and, and they're see like they're they're kind of I think it's fair to say they're they're retooling. I don't know if they're in a full on rebuild yet. Uh, they've got some young players uh, that they like, but you know how, how do you feel the season's gone so far for the Preds? You know they're four and six. Obviously it hasn't gone great, but. Is that kind of the expectation? Do you think, like, was, was Ekholm the first sign for you that maybe they are actually going to go full rebuild? And if they do, would they consider trading UC Saros? Uh, well, here's the thing is I don't think they're ever – the Predators are never going to rebuild. But, you know, not a full rebuild. And I, and I say that because, you know, Nashville is a great hockey city. But, you know, it, I, I can't see the Predators being – Chicago Blackhawks bad for for five seasons and and people having the patience around here to 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 stomach that and you know but there has been a lot of drastic changes that were probably quite frankly a couple of years overdue with a new general manager and a new coach and you know getting rid of some of the uh, you know the Matt Duchesne's and Ryan Johansons of the world um, and you know I don't think if you're rebuilding you don't bring in a Ryan O'Reilly or or, you know, and you do trade a UC Saros or a Scaroff or, or, you know, you start collecting assets, you know, for the future. And I think Barry Trotz has done that. Uh, I think it's it's a, it's a tough balancing act. But as far as how their season's going, I mean, I, I think, you know, if you ask them realistically, like, they're, they're probably not unhappy with where they are. I mean, they don't love their record. But they really, for the most part, they've not, not been out of game. Yeah. You know, it's special teams of cost and there's things that you know, the, the problems are identifiable and they're not so many that you can't fix them. Um, so, you, you know, I, this team has a chance to make the playoffs, believe it or not. Um, you know, with, with a goalie like that and, and, you know, with, with the player like who's, you know, like Forsberg and Roman Yossi, like in, in, in Ryan O'Reilly, when you got those guys, like you always have a chance. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting team because it's, I think you're right. It's in, tra- they're in transition. Um, and it's interesting to see how differently Barry Trotz does things than, than, than David Poyle did things, you know, because David was the only general manager that the Predators ever had. And, uh, you know, Barry's, Barry's coming in like a wrecking ball a little bit. Yeah. Well, obviously, you, you want to put your, your own kind of stamp on things and, and make a few changes. Uh, you know, last year they had some young guys play quite well at the end of the season. And, you know, a few of those guys have stepped up uh, again this year. You know, they just they they lack outside of Forsberg like the, those real high offensive guys, right? Is that yeah, is that like the glaring they've thing? Never, they've never had a player that other teams they've never had an offensive player that other teams were scared of, like you know that that would cause opposing coaches to lose sleep. Forsberg, he's the guy to me who has the potential or the capability of being that superstar, but but he's just not. He's just a, a, a tier below that. Um, he doesn't strike fear into opponents, but he he certainly can embarrass you on a given night, um, you know. And, and so I think that you know that they, they've never had that. And and I think Barry Barry really wants it. Barry tried really really hard to trade up to get in the top three or four because this, this year's draft was very top heavy. Um, he tried really hard, and UC Saros's name I know for a fact was brought you know was was on the table, and and the scar off was on the table. Um, you know, and, and I think the draft was so top heavy, the teams just weren't willing to, you know, the, the, the cost was not worth the reward. They, were, they would rather just take the chance with the draft pick. So, you know, but he, he definitely was out there hustling and, and, and trying to do that. 
Looking at the uh, at the Preds, um, you know, I don't know how they because it's funny. You, you talk about the, all their games are close. Like they lost to the orders by five, but they had forty two shots. Right, Jack Campbell. That was you know I played quite well in that game. So even though they lost, they probably it's like well here we go again. It was the dry subtle show against them, and I do wonder you know how much of that's mental right now. Like I've never seen a player dominate one team like this. You know, it, it's one of those things I can't explain it, but I think, you know, when, when you, you – and you guys being in Edmonton, and I don't know if it's taken for granted there, but, but you guys have probably arguably the two best hockey players that are walking the face of the earth right now. And, you know, so you kind of expect it, but do you expect you expect it to be this extreme? Probably not. No. Um, I always look forward to when they play teams like Edmonton, you know, because I, I, I don't get to watch that on a, on a, on a nightly basis. And it's – you know, just as a as a fan of the sport, it's really special to watch. And you know, I I kind of like when he lights them up because I I love watching those guys at their best. Like you don't get to see that very often. So I don't think there's an explanation for it. I, I, but I do think it, I think the the Predators aren't the only team that Leon Dreisaitl and, and Connor McDavid have that effect on. They just get more results against the Predators. Paul Skurbina joins us. Paul, Tommy Novak, a little bit of a late developer. He came in last year, played excellent, and people are like, well, can he do it again? Well, here he is. He's got five goals through ten games, uh, tied with Colton Sissons for the uh, the team lead in goals. Uh, you know, kind of give me the, the backstory on Tommy Novak. And, like, this is – this is he's got to become, like, a fan favorite in Nashville because he kind of came out of nowhere that anybody expected him to be like this. You're absolutely right. And I think he was a guy who kind of got lost in the, in the AHL shuffle – and you're right. I think he's I think he's 28, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and and I think it's just a little bit of a. I don't even know if it's a late bloomer. I think he's a late opportunist. I I don't think he's ever really gotten the, the chance at at the NHL level to play that much and really show what he can do because you know he just wasn't he wasn't a name brand. Um, and I and I love he's my you know my, one of my favorite guys to watch and. and I love those guys, but but you said something that really speaks to the Predators' problem, not just this year, but but historically, is if Colton Sissons and and Tommy Novak are your leading scorers, then that's probably a problem. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's fair. Not knocking those guys. Yeah, you know, and and so that's but but Tommy's a great story, and it was funny. I was on I was doing another radio show, and 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 they asked me if I was surprised about Tommy Novak, and I said. Uh, did you watch the second half of last year? Because <laughs> I'm not surprised at all that he's doing this this year. Um, it, but it's he's a he's a he's you know one of those guys that has, has stuck around and, and and now that he has the chance to do it to, to prove himself, he's proven himself. And I think it's really nothing more or less than that. Um, but it's it, it they they need guys like that, you know, to to, to you know to, to have any success. Um, but yeah, he he's the you know he's the blue collar. You know, looks like a looks like a plumber. You never mistake him for a hockey player guy, and and uh, just goes out there and and you know holds his own. So, you know that I think that line that he plays on too. You know, with, with Evangelista and, and those, those guys, they they really work well together. Um, and and you're right. I, but last year I was surprised. About, I didn't know. I never heard of Tommy Novak before last year. To be quite honest with you, or any not much about him. Um, so so yeah, he's he's been a, a pleasant surprise, you could say. Um, Nashville starts the road trip. Uh, they get the loss in Seattle on Thursday. Uh, will it be sorrows for sure tomorrow night in goal or tomorrow afternoon? Excuse me. My guess would be yes. Okay. Um, it, it's interesting because UC has played the most minutes out of any goalie for the last two seasons, and every year they say we're going to really watch his minutes, and, and then they, 
I guess you're going to watch them go up. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Um, I, yeah, I, my guess would be probably probably UC because I think, you know, on this long road trip, I think Kevin Langton will get a start. Um, and and Langton is a very capable backup, but, but, but when you rely so much on your goalie, I guess it's really hard. It's easy for a coach to say those things, but it's really hard for him to do those things, you know, like yeah. giving him his rest and, and whatnot. Yeah, it's it, you're right. It's very easy to say, "Hey, we're going to play our our best goalie, fewer games." Then you get into the season, you're like, "Gosh, we got to get a win tonight." Well, who gives me the best chance to win? UC Sorrow. So um, again, then you play him more. Um, so uh, you know, that's why I, I was curious about you know if the Preds and you mentioned that maybe they'll never go into a rebuild. So then they would probably look at at resigning UC Sorrow starting next summer. That would be, I think, I think that's already in the works because um, here's the thing if they were going to trade him he had you know going into the season he had two years at five million per um which is basically playing for free uh you know i know it sounds absurd but yeah. but i mean his contract is very team friendly and they could they could have gotten a haul for him um you wait until after the season or even the middle of the season now that you know, believe it or not he he keeps getting better but his value his trade value really is going down because you really want him for the years in the term because you know when that expires, you're going to pay him. Um, I think the Predators are, are, are positioning themselves to do just that. I'd be interested to see what they're going to do with the Scarroff and if it's going to be a Pekka UC situation where they're, they're going to be a you know a mentor-mentee couple-year transition kind of a thing um, that, that order if they are going to trade a Scarroff. It'll be interesting to find out. It will be. And uh, as always, man, we appreciate your time, Paul. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow afternoon. Thanks for this. Thank you. No problem. That's uh, Paul Scarbina joining us uh, from Nashville. So the Preds, you know what? They don't, as he said, they got nobody that you're fearful of individually. But, hey, the Preds, they work hard. The orders beat them 6-1, to one, but they also gave up 43 shots. And, yes, the orders have dominated 10-1-1 one one in their last 12. But... If the Oilers are going to gift goals again tomorrow, like they did against Dallas, it's going to be a hard a hard game to win. They make life way too difficult for themselves. So we'll see. Can, when And it's not one game. I got fooled in the Calgary game. I'm not getting fooled. Give me multiple, multiple, multiple games in a row where the Oilers aren't consistently gifting goals. And then I might believe that this team is ready to turn the corner. Until that point, it's going to be a slog. They talk about getting through the muck and all this. Oh, we know we're a good team. Well, you say you're a good team, but are you a committed team? That's the question. Are you committed to playing down defense? Because actions suggest they're not. I don't think anyone can argue that. Text line is on 833-401-1440. And our uh, Jiffy Lube inbox. Uh, when we come back, a sweet for 12 tonight to the Oil Kings game. We'll have a little fun with that to give it away. Somebody wants to go. Make sure that you can use it. Don't just call in if you can't use it, okay? Well, we'll have a little fun trivia. 833-401-1440. If you can use 12 seats in a suite tonight for the Oil Kings Moose Jaw Warriors game. We'll give that away next on The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 348 on Sports 1440 Live in Orders Nation uh, YouTube. Welcome back. Craig Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Coming to you live from the E-Well studio. That is E-W-E-L.ca. Proudly sponsored by your local electrical distributor. Stay tuned for an electrifying show that will light up your day. That is E-Well.ca. Now, tonight, 
I want to go to the Oil Kings game in a suite with some parking passes. Pretty sweet deal. We'll play a little trivia right now. 833-401-1440. Where are we going first, Gons? Uh, we will start off with Chris. Chris, good afternoon. How are you doing? Oh, Gregor, pretty good. You had me at parking passes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, who doesn't like those? Park underneath. I love it. All right, Chris, uh, the Oil Kings. Now, we're talking the this edition of the Oil Kings, not the uh, in the 60s. Um, this edition of the Oil Kings has had seven first-round selections in the NHL entry draft. Can you name five of them? Ooh, Pesek? Um... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Reinhardt, Lazar. Uh, I don't think. Oh, uh, Brassois. Is he a first rounder? He is not. A first rounder. Thanks for playing. 833 401 1440. Montana, can you name five of the seven Oil Kings who were drafted in the first round of the NHL entry? Uh, Mark Pizik. Yep. Uh, Griffin Reinhardt. Mm hmm. Henrik Samuelson? That's three. Curtis Lazar? Yeah. And Dylan Gunther? There you go. Bingo. Nailed it. Also, Jake Neighbors and uh, Sebastian Cosa, the uh, goaltender, to go. So, uh, Montana, you are going to the uh, game. I'm assuming you can go tonight. You can use the tickets in the suite. Yeah, we're going to ask the kids hockey team oh. players to come along. So, Well, there you go. You will have 12. Well, stay on the line, Montana, and uh, Connor will get all your information. He'll be sending you the uh, tickets and the parking passes to go tonight. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Montana killed it. Yes, uh, Gunther, of course, uh, ninth overall in 2021. Kosa went 15th in the same draft. Neighbors was 26th in 2020. Curtis Lazar went 17th in 2013. Griffith Reinhardt uh, went 4th in uh, 2012. Henrik Samuelson went 27th in the uh, same year. And uh, Mark Pesek was the first Oil Kings to go in the uh, first round when he went 23rd to the Sabres in 2010. So they've had a few second rounders, Robertson, Polak, Tristan Jari, Mitch Moraz. Third rounders, Lowe and Awanek. 
Latimer and St. Croix were fourth rounders. So there you go. Lauren Brassois was a sixth round selection. And uh, out of the Oil Kings, uh, uh, Pesic has played uh, the most games so far, 521. Lazar is at 461. And uh, Tristan Jari, the goalie, is at 213. So there you go. Uh, I'm very curious to kind of see the development of uh, Sebastian Cosa over the next few seasons and uh, what he's going to do in the uh, Detroit Red Wings organization. So see where it goes. Hey, Gregor, don't worry. The team will suck the want to win out of Gagne and stomp on it soon enough. King of Fort Nasty. <laughs> uh, hey, Sam Gagne did bring a lot of, uh, you know, that was the positive story last night. I'm telling you because the building was pretty quiet. The order fans were glum and upset, and I totally understand why. And then out of Sam Gagne uh, scores one. Just, you know what, just hammer it home. Gets a goal. Crowd goes nuts. His reaction. Then a few shifts later scores again. And, uh, you know, the orders had all the momentum, but... Hey, a three-goal deficit in the third period is hard to overcome. Even when you start playing well, it's difficult to do. And you you just look at the winning, what was eventually the winning goal in that game last night. It's the prime example of what still ails this order team. A three-on-three that should not have remotely resulted in a dangerous play Results in an easy tapping goal for Rupe Hintz, who, by the way, is a hell of a player, by the way. Like, hell of a player. But you watch the rebound of that goal, and, man, I wish Sean Brown uh, was here today because, oh, he'd probably be losing his mind. Struddy, the defenders are probably just going nuts. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that is a very simple play that you're taught. You always want to protect the middle of the ice. What have you taught? for? Hey, if you're going to lose, let the guy beat you wide. Because then at least you have a little bit of a chance to maybe cut him off going to the net. Right? You don't go outside and let the guys just go straight to the net down the pipe, which is exactly what happened on that play. It was, uh, as I was watching, I was like, what? Where did he go? What happened? I don't, uh, I don't get it. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, coming up in the uh, final few hours of the show. Well, we do have some more texts to get to, though, at 833-401-1441. Yeah, Gretz will be by. We'll hear from Spec, uh, Craig Button. Those two guys are going to be fired up. Uh, we also have Help Your Neighbor. It's Pause of Friday. And I, what I love is we get some emails and texts from people that have said, hey, you know what? I found someone who I think could really use a, uh, a furnace. Well, hopefully you can qualify then. Hopefully you get in today. It'll be great. We like it because, yeah, that's what we want. The whole point of this contest is to you're going to feel great about yourself. We're going to give somebody a life changing opportunity here to get a brand new furnace for somebody like a seven thousand dollar brand new furnace. Man, that is a huge stress relief for someone, especially because I know lots of us are, uh, you know, finances are a little bit tighter now than they have been previous years. So that uh, that could be a huge gift. So uh, you get a little gift for yourself. You get some order tickets. You get the Equity Smart System thermostat, but you're going to gift it to somebody who doesn't live with you. That's the uh, that's the only rule. So Wanya Gratz got low title by as well. Lots more uh, text line in, 833-401-1440. Hey, Gregor, I haven't talked about another thing that's cost the orders. And entering the season, I thought it'd be the least of my worries, but the power play, where has it gone from Frank? You know, Frank, it's very interesting because I asked that exact question last night. Jay Woodcroft had spoke about how it's not always like, obviously you want your power play to score, but if your power play scores two goals when it's five, two, and it makes it six and seven, two, well, that's great for your percentage. And it's always nice to score, 
But when it's a 1-1 game or a 0-0 game and you get a power play and it gets you a lead, well, that's infinitely more valuable. And last night, orders are down multiple times, 2-1, 1-0. When they got power plays, couldn't score. And then Dallas gets one, boom, scored right away. A little bit lucky, sure, but still, they scored. And ultimately, that ends up Edmonton scores three goals, five on five. Dallas scores three goals, five on five. Dallas, who came into the game with an 8.7% power play, scores a power play goal in the order stone. It's been that type of year for Edmonton. And you know what? Now, unlucky, I know Bouchard ran what he hit the post twice on the same power play. And uh, some would believe that when things are going well, that is post and in, not post and out. And maybe it is. But it's not post and out if it's on the outside of the post. Right? Like that's, yeah, it hits the post, but it's not close to being in. Like it's sometimes when you see one where it hits the inside of the post and then goes straight across the net rather than in the net. Sure. But when you hit the outside of the post, like it's really not that close. Let's get to... uh, the con man and a sports 1440 update uh, brought to you by Fountain Tire. Head to FountainTire.com right now where you can uh, check out their winter tire lineup and brand offerings. Remember, seven degrees for seven days. That's when you get your tires. We had a little bit of stress with the snow the first time. Don't wait. Plan ahead. Book yours at FountainTire.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.